At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello all and welcome to another Sunday Q&A with my new fresh spring summer haircut. The normal lady wasn't there when I turned up. I have this problem when I go into barbers and it's exactly the same problem I have going into coffee shops which is I go I'd like a cup of coffee and they go what kind of coffee? And I went coffee coffee the one that I used to get a Bernie in. I go into barbers and they go how would you like your hair cut? I go just tidy it up a bit but now but there are numbers involved and and styles and well i didn't really know what to tell the guy so i went a bit shorter than normal but that's fine i'm getting used to it so that's kind of i won't have to have one for a little while that's cool uh right so firstly big hello to the guys i met at dx on wednesday did another one of those wood jobs I've got, to, I've got to learn to say no and then wood jobs, bless him. But um, I really like the guy who gives me the jobs. He's a really nice fella, and bless him. He's kind of got saddled with it, and they're kind of up against it. But, again, it's a lot of work. It's hard. Um, but, yeah, and I, I think his name was Andre or, or something like that. Mate, I'm sorry. I know you sent me. We did a little selfie, and he sent me it. I can't find it anywhere, but. Good to meet you. Got himself a sprinter, double curtain side tail lift, doing okay. Long, long way to continue. He said he didn't think it's busy at the moment. You know he thinks it's busy at the moment. I went, no, should get better. So anyway, let's hope, let's hope that's right. So basically, freelance trucking. I'm doing these videos, these life on the road videos. Uh, I'd like to say a big thank you to Manic Khan and Sky Surfer Boy and Rob H and Stuart Thistlewood and all you all, all for the, the the support. Like you know. Um, as David J.M. says, enjoyable video. As for the sing-song, don't give up the day job. <laughs> I have no plans on giving up a day job. Although, I am really enjoying getting back into the guitar, which reminds me I've got to get a couple of things so I can peg it up on the roof. Because when, you are actually, when you've actually got 10, 15 minutes, it does make them 10, 15 minutes, you know, normally sit there going, when can I leave, when I can I leave, get the guitar out. They fly by. It's like, I just have another five. I'm just going to get this bit done, like, you know. So it does make life a lot better. And it would be good to try and relearn all the stuff that I learned before. Like, you know, I've just forgotten it all. Um, but hopefully it'll come back pretty quick. Um, also, Caroline9176 says, love the song. Amazon might copyright, copyright it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they're going to want to sell themselves as sitting on, a, an, a, on an Amazon Bay. Although I did come up with the idea of Flash before Flash Nick Queen. Flash. Why have they never done that before? And why is there no slogan for Let's Go Tesco or Asda be Asda? Why have they not used this? It's staring them in the face. They can have it for free. They can't have it for free if you use it. What, mate? Um, <laughs> they're not going to use it. But, Life on the Road video. So, uh 
Tippy So of Cornwall says, uh, one of the best videos, Pete. So I know you're not keen on doing the, doing the day in the life, but I'm sure your subscribers will love them. It's not that I'm not keen on doing them. It's they take a long time. Although something else I have said, well, I was down at the pub with the boys on Thursday, and I kind of went, what do you think? And they kind of went, 50 odd minutes. I've looked at that, I've got, oh God. So I think the trick is to do them, but maybe not make them longer. That said, there's a couple more coming out. Firstly, at the end of anyone who watched The Life on the Road, at the end of part two, I got a phone call from Steve at Big Cat. And he turned around and he went, can you do this job on Monday? And I went, yeah, lovely, I've got it booked. I take the job on Monday. That's going to go out in a couple of weeks' time, but I might split it into two. Because, again, it's like 38 minutes long. And I think it's better. I mean, tell me what you want here, guys. But I think it's probably better if it's just like 20 minutes. And then maybe 20 minutes over two days or something like that. Don't take up too much in time. Um, I know, like, when I go to watch something on the TV, if you go, well, it's 22 minutes. It's like half an hour without the adverts. You go, mm, that's it, it's me lovely. Um, and also, there's one coming out on Wednesday at 10 o'clock, which is a vintage, which means it's old, life on the road video, because on Wednesday at 9 o'clock, and anyone who's been watching the channel knows that the kid has been on Interior Design Masters, she got kicked out on week four, but let's say there might be, I'm, I'm involved with moving one of the finalists' gear for the final, into the, into the, into the sort of, the thing that he's doing up, they're doing up. So, um, if you watch on Thursday at 10 o'clock, you'll see Alice, and we'll have a little recap on um, Life on the Road. This is what happened. I, I, I shot this last year, but obviously I couldn't put it out because um, because of the show and privacy and all that kind of stuff. But that's going out. So there's a few more going out. I might do some more. I might just do even if you just do one load. So pick it up, drive it, drop it off. Bit of cab philosophy, if you like. You know, you've heard of, you've heard of pub philosophy. You'll probably get a bit of cab philosophy, which would be me talking absolute nonsense. Sorry, I apologise ahead of time. But I'll, I'll try and get there. Give me some comments. Let me know what you want. I don't mind doing it. I'm quite happy. I quite enjoy it. I'm, you know, of, of the room, there's 30 people. And one of them, there was the everybody look at me. Um, right. <laughs> Adam Cornell says, uh, Adam Connell says, I feel, because we said about sleeping in laybys on the video. He said, I feel a lot sleeper, um, lot safer sleeping in a lay-by setback from the road they're just so much nicer and it's not just safer you just don't get rocked it's not like i'm just about to drop my sleep and then an arctic goes past for crying out loud back off the road a little bit quieter absolutely fine um caroline caroline um 9176 says uh look oh well on weights he said look at your mot plate it shows your max load per axle and total at max mam um, a useful load, i.e. what you're allowed to carry. So that's handy. To be honest with you, I have just gone and weighed it. That suited me fine because it might tell me what I can carry, but it doesn't tell me how heavy the stuff I've already got on board is. So it can tell me on the, on the plate that I can carry 11 tonne, but it doesn't know that I've got 600 kilos worth of gear on in the form of a pallet truck, straps, blankets, uh, stuff in the cab, that guitar, that kind of stuff. So I just find it easier to go and get the vehicle weighed with everything on board, full tank of fuel. Does, does, the, does that plate take into account the fact that the fuel tank's empty? Because if the fuel tank takes 150 litres, that's not 150 kilos on your vehicle before you start, plus the air blue. It could be another 200 kilos you've got there just in fuel alone. I find the easiest thing is just put everything on, juice it up, get yourself down a way bridge. That works for me, but again, we all, you do you. Uh, Dale Steele 
because I've got the magnets in the back for the Wonder League. He said, I bought some magnets for my Wonder League, then realised it was an aluminium body and they were completely useless. Um, and he said, it's always risky when one loads metal. It's hard to judge how heavy metal is. You don't need much steel to be overweight, as I found out. I've moved the, I moved the plate once. I think it was when I was in Alice. And... It was, I had to pick, yeah, it was when I was in Alice, and I had to pick up, and it, they said pick up 2,100 kilos. I turned up, there was this thing on a pallet that was about the size of an old fashioned sink, you know, like a butler sink. So it's probably about three foot by two foot by one foot. And I went, okay, what am I taking? He went, that. I was that it. He went, that. He put it on, the springs went, boom. <laughs> it was like this thing weighed 2.1 tonne. And there was nothing to it. So, yeah, no, you're not wrong with the steel thing, absolutely. So, um, but you've just got to be clever about it. You know when you're overweight. I knew when I was overweight when I pulled out. I went, I went nope, get it off. Um, Godzilla's. Oh, because we did about the wood, as I said, about the wood, the lovely guy who keeps giving the wood amble job. Oh. He said, um, he said, brave on the amble, given that lots of people wouldn't take this on at all. Way in the truck, he says, um, going to annoy you somewhat. Um, given at Junction 23 on the M1, uh, just across the island from where you were, is both um, Morris and Hanson, both of which you could have popped into. Battered your eyelids and after a way, I didn't know. You never know where these things are when you're not there, do you really? So, But I knew it was overweight the second I started to move it. And I went, I thought I'd try. I would go out the first roundabout. I went, no, this is, when you go around it, this is definitely over, you know, and I'm pretty nice, I'm pretty young to the, the 18 tonne thing, but I'm, I'm, I'm confident and happy I've done the right thing and took it back and got it off right, you know, so, and as Tajesh Michelle, Tajesh Patel says, oh my good, post credit scene, Pete is like Thomas with that, he's like Thanos with that knife, snap and the beep is gone, well I suppose it's better than half the people in the universe, isn't it really, but I, I, I do not miss the beep. I've got to say, at first I resisted doing it because it could be a safety thing and it could stop me knocking over cyclists or something like that. And then the more I tolerated it, I thought, this is not going to stop me. This is not going to stop me hurting somebody. This is more likely to have me cause an accident because I'm trying to reverse or I'm trying to get down a narrow alleyway where the things go, beep, beep. Oh, it's horrible, horrible thing. Just not fit for purpose, that thing. Cameras I've got, but I haven't got a screen. If anything, I'll get the cameras reinstalled. But that's the, the beep, absolutely not. So... Uh, right, do one this week, e-quotes only. And the jury's still out on the e-quotes only thing. So um, the biggest problem is the fact that we're in an industry where we drive for a living and then a job may ping up and you may see it on a banner on the dashboard and it says e-quotes only and you're on a motorway. It's a problem. I don't have the answer. I don't have the solution. I just know it's a problem. As Steve at SDC Services says, I've been saying that this is an issue for ages. And he's not wrong. Um, Tony Mason says, if it's a hot shop, I, if it's a hot shop, I give them a call. If it's on the exchange, I put my phone number in the notes and say, please call to discuss. Uh, John Paul Clifford says, I've also seen saying things that if you if you ring, you will be blocked from the job. Now, I've still said about e-quoting, you can ring anyway. We've got a testimonial coming out, which is a good one, coming out on, not that they're all good ones, but it's quite a long one, I should say. And it's good because it's actually from a shipper's point of view, not from a driver's point of view, and it's um, Cliff Littlewood. And it's, it's good, he used to be a cycle courier, his dad was a cycle courier, it's coming out on Monday night. All the testimonials now go out on Monday night. I've got a few backed up. If you've done a testimonial, much appreciated. And he says, 
I he said, I always laugh when you tell me to take people to ring. He says, you know, this he quotes he says, you know, he said, Don't no, that was London. He said, Don't tell people to ring. As a, from a shipper's point of view, it's just irritating. But we'll come to that at the end. Uh, Mike Saunders says uh, that he said to do with the quotes. He said the main thing is to put your ETA. So many people don't, and I always do if I can. Not always, and sometimes if the job is saying picking up, but sometimes you can't if it's over two hours away. You can't, and if it's sort of it's saying picking up between twelve and four, I think well I'm going to be there between twelve and four. They don't need to know my ETA. He said, but so many people don't. Price and feedback are important, but I need to know what time you're going to collect. And I think you're right. I've often got jobs with a much higher price than I would normally have got the job for because I know I'm ten minutes away. I've had them ring me up. Well, you could be there in fifteen minutes. I'm like yes. I'm empty, just outside of Dunstable, and the collection is Dunstable. Great, I'll send it through. Because they need something. We work on the hurry up. We wear hot shots. We, we, they need, they want, they, when I ring them, they want a lorry there now. That's why we get the money that we do. So ETA is very important. He said, if someone calls me when I put e-quotes only, I do get irritated. There you go. Um, he said, but if, if they start, they started with, I'm only calling because I'm driving and I cannot quote online, I'd be more likely to listen further. Again, communication is the key. <laughs> Van on the run says, I never ring if it says e-quotes only. I don't want to aggravate them. I'll only ring if it, if it doesn't say it and if I really want the job. Sometimes, though, the job details are so minimal, it would be good to ring. And so you could say, okay, what is it? What am I collecting? Where am I going? You know, oh, like, oh, thank God you told me. I can't get that out of my van. I've tried that before type thing. Ask the details. He says, sometimes it's good. If... If I've got good money, I've got good money on jobs through e-quoting. Where I, if I've got good money, I have got some good money on jobs through e-quoting. Whereas wouldn't have done if I had the front to quote the amount over the phone. That's another one where I've said before, if I don't want the job, and there's a video coming out on this, which is make them an offer you can't refuse. If you don't want the job, then um, then just turn around and go, I oh, look. Just quite a quite a silly price, and if they do it, if they book it, you go okay. Well, for that money, I'll do it. But there's one coming out on that. Um, I'm trying to tone it down a little bit while I'm working on it. Uh, Paul Harrison says um, it, it's just to have you. Oh, he, he says the reason they say he quotes only it's just to have the details and get the job on the cheap. This is another thing. If you're actually speaking to somebody physically on the phone. It's much harder for them that you know you could actually you can negotiate. Oh, any chance of a little bit more that kind of thing. If it's e quotes, they can just go all the way down the list and find the cheapest one and just go it. But it's whichever side you're coming from. Um, the same day, Stu says, says, "I'm due to start a couple of weeks, um, so take my ideas with a grain of salt." Stu, all ideas are welcome. There's no such thing as stupid questions. Everything is welcome, you know. Um, it worries me that most jobs are equal only because, as you say, it will be difficult to build relationships and then kickstart when I have no feedback. One of the strategies I may try early is to quote on the jobs um, to the middle of nowhere, hoping there's little competition. Wouldn't do that, Stu. That's a good way to go to, to, to not make a lot of money quickly. Um, obviously, there's little chance of onward or return jobs too, but I'll manage to build up some feedback. It may benefit in, in the future. Discuss. He actually wrote discuss. Okay then, that's kind of what we do, Stu. In all honesty, you didn't need that bit. If I do, if I actually discuss free world, we'll get a merit. Uh, but now, what I would say in that particular instance is, and I've said this before, and I got screamed at, but I think nobody, a lot of people then came themselves and said, start marginally cheaper than you normally would. So if you would normally quote a job for like seventy quid, 
Try eating it at 60. 65. I'm not saying go in at a tenner before everybody goes, you're telling everybody to run with nothing. Just go in marginally cheaper. And the other thing is, I would try ringing them. And I know that um, Clive Littlewood's going to go, <sighs> but you would ring them and say, listen, I'm new to the exchange, but I'm prepared. I've got a van. I've got this. Talking through it. I know what I'm doing. I've done this stuff before. I want to go a little bit cheaper because I want to try. But how does that sound to you? Sell it. Now, this is my advice. Now, when it says to discuss, the problem that we've got here is I think we're coming at this from two different angles. So you've got the driver's angle, whereas we want to ring because it's so much easier to hit the phone button on the hands-free and have the conversation than have to find somewhere to pull over to actually stick it all in the notes to send it across to realise that the second you do that, it's come up as sold. From a shipper's point of view, you put the job on the computer. You then do not want the next 30, you know, next 15 minutes of like, hello, yeah, 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 a, yeah okay, man. hello, yeah, you just want to see it all come up on the screen. So what we've got here is what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. And I know the answer to that question, and I'll tell you at the end of the video what happens. Oh, philosophical question, what happens when an unstoppable force hits an immovable object? I'll tell you at the end. If you're still listening. Um, I think in this particular instance, every situation is different. If you ring, it might cost you the job. Alternatively, if you don't ring, that might cost you the job and you should have rung it. Um, and I think you just have to gauge it. I think you have to go with your gut feeling and it depends on how much you want the job and how well you can sell yourself over the telephone. And I think you'll learn yourself and then you probably try an error. You go, every time I ring on a job that says e-quotes, I lose it. Or every time I ring on a job that says e-quotes, I win it. And then you make your own mind up. And I think only try, everyone's different and only trial and error will teach you the way to go forward. I know how I work and I tend to find that if I ring, but I have ways of talking, you know, sort of going, don't scream at me. And, you know, and the other one that always makes me smile when they go, no, I want e-quotes. So you go, okay, fine. You put the e-quotes in. And then five minutes later, they ring you up and say, you put a quote in. I went, yeah, we could have had this conversation five minutes ago and you'd have been done. But there's no right or right. There's no right or wrong way about it, in my opinion. And I understand both sides. So there's the information. Do what you like. Wise guys. Right, what we got on the wise guys time? Right, I've got a few questions. Firstly, uh, Longfinger says, can anyone tell me the name of the app or root finder that finds house names? Thanks. I think you might be talking about Delmate. That's, I don't, I think that's very good for house names, not so good for properties. But if, if I'm wrong and anyone else knows better, please, um, let, let the guy know. Um, S.A. Smith, who's done a, um, a testimonial, and that's coming out soon. He says, oh, I said about can they actually do the, can they actually weigh you when you're driving down a motorway at 56 miles an hour? It's a technology really there. He says, wind plates on the road probably use piezoelectric pressure sensors to detect the ground pressure of a vehicle passing between two points. They'll be zeroed against the road surface weight and auto reset after five milliseconds, so also I imagine. They also um, last as long as traffic light sensors, about four to five years without any... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. But as you say, don't run overloaded and you'll be fine, even if you're flagged down by a traffic officer in a black and yellow or a blue and yellow police. Yeah, that's the size of things. So... I still don't understand any of that. I just think the safest thing is just don't carry more than you're supposed to. If you do, if you if you comply, they can't get you. You know that that's the, that's the thing. As long as, as long as you're not breaking any rules, they can't get you. So don't break the rules. Make the money. Go home. You know, go home happy. Um, Oliver Gunn says because it's about I'm going. If you can't carry batteries, how come people can drive Teslas? Um, because ADR, I need to carry batteries, despite the fact the guys drive around a Tesla with like 100,000 volts running for it. Um, he says, on the ADR electric car thing, it doesn't come under ADR the same way as a two, two point four, two times, four times two tractor unit with a 1,400 diesel tank doesn't count. It's the vehicle, not the cargo. The same applies to car transporters, because the cars um, protect the batteries and the fuel tanks. So, yeah, I know it's all a bit strange, isn't it? But, yeah, I suppose that, that, that makes perfect sense. In fairness, it was kind of a throwaway comment anyway. But thank you very much for putting us in the picture. Uh, Dale Steele says, when it comes down to O licences, because we had the man about can I run, um, a, he wants to run a skip firm, what about O licences and uh, yards and stuff like that. Um, uh, and he did actually write quite a long comment and stuff. You want to go back, you man, and have a look on the Dale Steele thing. But he said the, the Janet and John version is the O, o license side is simple. If you move skips full of your own rubbish, you are not hiring reward. Or if you move, then you can get restricted. If you charge for the service, then it's the national, standard national. So there you go. But there was quite a long comment on it. So if you need to go back and check it, please do. Thanks, Dale. Uh, Christian Desidiru says. Um, Hi, thanks for the content. Is anyone is there anyone who can recommend a long distance van driving job without having my own van? I live in Cannock, close to Birmingham. Oh, Christian, I don't know. I mean, the way we tend to work is our own vehicles. It gets scary. Well, we've got a testimonial coming up of a guy who's done the Amazon, and that's really quite you know, another good one, like you know. Um, but he kind of said, if you have to if you have to rent a van, you might as well get a job in Sainsbury's. But you can wait until that comes out. Once again, thank you very much for your testimonials. If you want to write a testimonial, Peter Coth, which is C-O-A-T-H, not the Peter, at live.co.uk. Give us an example of your of what the CX or just any career driving. Amazon, Hermes, just career driving, you know, through the years. And I just record them and put them out. And it's just all, all, all to help the guys out there that are watching the channel. It's much appreciated. Right, now we're on to trucks. Um, Manic Con says, um, he says, stuck two weeks waiting for my CNE to come through in the post before I can start work. Mate, I hope it comes through soon. I hope it works out for you. Any problems, you know, you know where I and the boys are. Hopefully we'll be able to answer your questions. Uh, Jay Goodwin says, new, he says, I'm new to class two. Haven't even got my first job. Is the app the HE? 
Uh, no, the the app is the haulage exchange. It's based on the courier exchange. It's not free. You've got to pay for it. I think at the moment the the haulage exchange is probably about eighteen hundred pound a year. So if you've got your own truck and you want to do the freelance trucking thing, that's what you want to be looking for. But yeah, if you Google, you can't you can't just zoom in on it. You've got to kind of you've got to sign up. That's what that's what I do. So, um, Buddy Shen said. May I ask approximately how much you made this week? Buddy, I don't know, but I can tell you how much I took. This week I took 1730 quid, and I didn't work Monday. My target for the day is £400. Normally I aim for £500. I have had better days, I've had worse days, but that's not how much money I've, take, I've made because out of that money I have to take diesel and a transport manager and parking and tax and wear and tear. And when you start clocking it down, you're not making that kind of money. I come at it from a different angle because we're trying to do this as a company, as a business, and I'm not just going to be an owner-driver, which is kind of why... I. It, as I keep saying all the way along, trucks are the way forward, but they're very, very involved. So I, 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 can't, I can't do any better than that. I'm not that great with these kind of numbers things. That's why I have our our sorts of numbers out. I, I just I, I know what I need. To, I know what I need to aim for and what I need to take, and I leave the rest of it to the office. Um, Serge Yastov says, uh, he said, "Which pay?" He said. Have you any idea, would it be viable to hire a seven and a half ton vehicle on a daily basis to do the subcontracting work off an app like the CX? That scares me. For start, oh, we've gone through this before and you kind of still do need an O license, even if you're hiring a vehicle and you need someone to park it, even if you're hiring a vehicle. Um, and then once you start, again, it's the hiring van things. Once you, take, As I've said, the money I take, minus my transport manager, my parking, my diesel, my tax, my wear and tear, and then you take the hire out as well, you get into the stage where you're actually probably better off just getting yourself, if you're class two, just get yourself a driving job, get a drive a decent truck and go over the night time and not have to worry about any of this stuff. Like, you know, that's my opinion. You do you. Um, Jazzman Danjail. Who actually has told me how to pronounce his name? I've tried to remember out in the future. If I don't, I apologise about ahead of time. Says, um, geez, and this this comes into it. He said the fuel costs nowadays. It's not the same like the old days when you could get a backload at cheap and cover your costs. Uh, Eight to twelve pounds a litre. Um, some some lorry work that's going to be like a, a bank breaker. Uh, did a round trip of almost 160 miles with 59 litres stop start traffic. Um, yeah. You have to be clever about it now. I mean, I've got a job, and I actually drove home to get it, but I've got a job on Monday. I picked it up on Friday. It's going from Luton to Hatfield. And I get, like, what, a decent money on it. It's 22 miles. I will try to target much shorter jobs now, if I can. Or if I'm going distance, go either be prepared to stay out or go somewhere I think I've got a good chance of getting something back. Try and get it on early. So I'm getting a tip by 11, half 11. I've got a chance of getting it back. You've got to be wary of these things at the moment. But fuel costs are high. Hopefully they'll come down, but it is scary. Um, as Bill, Bill says, nine miles to a litre, the job's fucked. Um, yeah, Bill's is not a biggest fan of the CX. As we're getting to realise, mate, not for everybody. You know, <laughs> you do you. Um, Fat Chef, Fat, yeah, Fat Chef 100 says, oh yeah, because I found Junction 26. I'm really pleased with Junction 26. It's kind of nice. But he said, it's £50 a night to park there. How much? I'm amazed I've got anybody parking there. That's like double what you should be paying. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
part of the reason why I went to a different place to get my hair cut was I kind of figured if I can work out what numbers I'm supposed to ask for, I think rather than two or three, I've got asked for like, anyone understand this? Last for four round the sides, four and five round the sides, maybe a little bit, you know, maybe not quite so. Well, mind you, might get used to it. Um, because they've got hairdressers upstairs, and I, you think, well, and, and I, it's free to park there for half an hour, so I can pull in, I can get me a cut, I can get a cup of coffee, I can sit outside, I can look at the tank, and then I can go. But to park all night, and also it's a convenient place in the fact that if I'm coming, M, if I've got to go from M11 to M1. The only place I can stop is South Mims coming that way around, or I, so I thought until I found out 26 existed. So I would like to know around the 25, there's got to be a load of these places to stop, which are just off the motorway, which are truck stops that I don't know about. And if anybody does, please let me know. I would appreciate it. And not just there, anywhere really. Any sort of truck stops that are very close to motorways that are worth going to, I'll give them a visit. We we might do a separate set of videos about it. <laughs> or, or always looking for a new angle. And what have we got here? Um, Kevin Lomas says, he said, I'm thinking of joining the Hawley Exchange as a freelance seven and a half ton driver, but the paperwork to get off the ground that I'm not good at. If it's a paperwork to do with the jobs, I've got to be honest with you, the CX is very good for that. Um, they're going to kind of, they integrate the invoicing stuff with the package and it is actually very good credit credit where credit dues guys they maybe start just way too much money which they are but um the, the the paperwork side of things is pretty handy like you know if you're talking about operators license and stuff like that there's a video on it um you just got it's just it's just your journey of mole journey of a million miles is one step at a time that's all it is so uh terry fitzpatrick says well I just want, he, he said, you want to say thanks for the advice. No problem, Tim. He said, um, I've been on the CX HX for a week now. I've only won five jobs with no return loads. So just covering fuel and, um, oh, that's right. He was removals. And he said, I'm, the removals are getting tough. He rung me. And he said, I'm thinking about joining and getting, you know, the work back, you know, for the removal truck. So we do the removal, so you'll get a removal from London to Gloucester. Once it's tipped, once we're all off at two, three o'clock, maybe getting a job going from Gloucester back to London. And he was thinking about doing it for all three lorries. And I said, don't do it for all three lorries. Christ. Do it for one first. See how it goes. <laughs> that way, if it doesn't work out, you've only signed up for one, you haven't signed up for three. Mate, it'll come, it gets easier. It is what you're trying to do there is, as I said, is a bit of a tricky situation. Um, Martin tried it for a little while. Let me know how you go. You got my number. Any questions, you know where I am. Um, Van on a run. He said, I didn't realise um, the the owner of an operating centre needed planning permission for HGVs to be stored there. Are you sure this is the case? Well, Nick, the urban trucker, has come to um, our um, solution on this one. He said, if you're talking about storing trucks, e.g. you have a classic truck or a show truck that is not used in the movement of goods, then no planning permission is required. But if you want to use the operating system, then yes, there are very strict rules in place. Otherwise, everyone and their dog could just park their trucks anywhere. You could just get a bit of land, just sort of, uh, you could get a bit of land like a park in the middle of a residential area, stick a load of tarmac down and then charge people £30 a night for parking. You get all these people like near a school going, what are you doing? So yes, there are big things and you can't just put it anywhere. You need certain areas. Ironically enough though, where I park my lorry is in the middle of a seven and a half tonne restriction and every every single road without, honestly, on the leading to my lorry park is seven and a half tonne width restriction. 
the weight restriction. And yet there are Arctic Park there. And you get that thing, it's no entry except for access. So you can drive for like, for if they, if they stop you and they go where you're going, you go, well, I'm going half a mile up the road. They go, okay, fine. If they stop you and you go, where are you going? You go in Kent. It's like, well, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. You should be on a motorway. So, but yeah, no, he's right. There are very strict rules involved. And finally on trucks this week, uh, Godzilla says the news depot sold. Ah, yes. Sorry, I beg your pardon. News. Deposit sold. Um, uh, sold unseen has been taken on the Lewin. Deposit on the Volvo 18 ton. We cash in the bank waiting for both. And me to have. Um, and he's basically. Put, put, yeah, I can't, you know I can't say that. Um, he said, looks like I'm joining the trucking world once more as a freelance. Looking forward to part two. Hope you enjoy part two of the um, the freelance trucking. Mate, brilliant. Well done, you. Fantastic. Let me know how it goes. Great. I'd love to see. It's all right, you know. Driving the truck, it's all right. Sometimes it's horrible. Sometimes it's hateful. Sometimes it's brilliant. But it's a lifeless ordinary. Good luck. Thank you. I'm really pleased. I want to know how it goes. Well done. Right, we're on the miscellaneous now. Uh, right, Got a little quote from our man in Ireland, John Fennell. John, good to speak to you again, like you know. He says, um, he said he's now added a, a Luton with a tail lift because he had a long wheelbase. Nice, nice, nice man. He's now added a Luton with a tail. So, are you doing two vans now, or are you going to get a second driver? Because you kind of said you weren't going to do this. You kind of said, I'm a bit too old for this. I'm happy just running around in the van. But things look like they could be on the up for the boy, which I'm really pleased about. He said, um, just thought I'd share this. He says, um, because he was talking to me. Yeah, that's right. So when I was talking to you at the yard a year or so ago, I had no plans to expand. I now have two vans. Mate, I really hope it works out for you. I really do. Good luck, John. Cheers. Uh, Lud1 says, So, Pete, just as, oh, so I've just discovered the two books you've wrote. Um, well done. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a journey of a million miles. One of the best pieces of advice is that someone ever gave me about writing a book. He said, Don't ever not do something because it's going to take too long because the time will pass anyway. And that goes for anything. That goes for getting an operator's license, getting in a lorry, learning, learning to do a forward roll, anything in life. You just It's a journey of a million miles. I know that sometimes the end can seem so far away, but the quickest way to get to the end is to start walking in that direction. Um, and he, then he says, why haven't you done an audible book? Because there's only so many hours in a week. And I'm pretty much going all of the time. And I have looked into it. You have to get a pop mic and you can do it on the computer and all that kind of stuff. But if I was ever to do it, I would want to be the one to read it. Because when I listen to Audible books, I mean, ones I can recommend, um, there was that, This Is Gonna Hurt by that doctor guy. And a really good one is that Rob Webb's um, How Not To Be A Boy. An incredibly honest, but my friend Darren in fairness said it's the only book that I've ever read that's more honest than yours. Um, but they're read by them, so if I was ever to do an audible book, I'd, I wouldn't want to pay an actor to do it, I'd want to read it myself. And so it's just time maybe one day when I finish painting the barn, I've got the garden under control, I've actually got five minutes, I might start going down that road. Um, Thomas the Tank Engine says lovely house Pete thanks Thomas we've been there for about 17 years there is a video on the barn we struggled to keep it forever but um, it's our family home and we love it and I'm very grateful I'm very lucky to have it I'm looking after it I'm painting it doing the garden um Sheen Masim Khan says he's planning to start himself mate if you do you know where we are any questions, the people that are brighter than me will probably answer them for you. Uh, S.A. Smith again says, he said, um, 
He's, oh, he's gone about Shipley. He said, I've been having a look round on Shipley, and man, the prices are absolute rubbish. He said, you've got people taking a single light and 200 plus miles for 30 for 40 quid. It doesn't even cover the diesel or the cost or the collection. No, Shipley. The only way that Shipley seems to work, uh, I know, in fact, I still haven't spoken to Luke. Luke, if you're out to give me a call, why am I, why aren't we speaking anymore? Um, I hope you're all right. Um, it only kind of works if you're going to Edinburgh to see your mum and there's something around the corner and you go, oh, I'll stick it in the boot of my car and I'll drive up to Edinburgh and on the way up there and I'm going through Motherwell or something like that, I'll drop it off. It's not a great site for making money. It, it tends to be a very, very backload site. It needs to get up there whenever you like and can you do it for nothing, please? But, I mean, I don't. it's, it's not something that we entertain. Um... Yeah, uh, Tiffy's so good. Oh, I can't get that right. Tiff, Tiffy of Cornwall, Tiffy of Cornwall, Tiffy's of Cornwall. It's not that difficult. Um, he said, Hi, buddy, you promised me a video a long time back on how to search jobs out of Cornwall from anywhere in the country to any destination. I'll try and do it this week. I've been, I've got a load of videos which I taped from the past, which I'm trying to catch up on. That'll be a fresh one. I'll try and do that for you this week, Tiff, if I can, I'll get it out for you. Uh, Van on the Run says. Uh, he likes the vlogs. Oh, mate, I like yours. Very good. You know, life on the road is brilliant. Um, think I might have driven past you today, but didn't realise until it was too late to check. Were you in the Birmingham area uh, that, on the, the Tuesday after Bank Holiday Monday, driving south on the M5 over the Oldbury Viaduct just before midday? Quite possibly. I've got absolutely no idea. I don't know. I don't know where I'm, you know. My wife will come in. She'll go, where do you go today? And I'll, oh, no, I'll come in and my missus goes, where you been today? And I go... Oh, um, was somewhere north. It was near Sheffield. I think it began with a G. I just I followed the sat nav. I don't know, mate. But shame though. We could have a little two, little wave, wouldn't it? Really, you know. So, and finally, in conclusion, this week, um, Jeremy Hawke says. I got caught, this is on the operators thing, I got caught calling 69 shaggy sheep on Exmoor without an O licence. The judge at Barnstaple Magistrates QC, Basildon, told me I mustn't do it again. That's low. <laughs> I mean, that's... Oh, dear. Boom. Finally, what happens when an unstoppable force hits an immovable object? The unstoppable force stops and the immovable object moves. There you go. Bit of, philosophy, bit of cad philosophy there. More coming up on Life on the Road videos. Like I say, there's going to be one out on Wednesday night at 10 after the final show goes out. And then there's one coming out the following... I might do it Friday, Saturday. One thing I have learned, you know, like I say, they're a bit long. And it's like 38 minutes long, so I might cut it in half. Do half Friday, half Saturday. That way it's not quite so painful. And that way I get double adverts. Yeah, it's all about the money. <laughs> it's not all about the money. Although... We know what we have to do, though. We have to take care and take money. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.